Oh man, how's it going? Oh, f- fine. Yeah, I almost bled out. Yeah, we're a little late because Will had a, a an emergency. He had a nosebleed. He had a nosebleed and wouldn't hurt. stop, and it was on. Like we we could, my sister and I that are here, we could see it. Yeah, uh, none of you could. It's probably a good thing. No, it was terrible. I was showing out like videoing it and show. Yeah, it looked like the bathroom looked like the scene from uh, from the original It. Yeah. And there were all the kids come in and they can see it too. And then they wash up all the blood. Dude, I don't, I don't know what the deal. It's just like evil dead. Like, yeah. when I'm, <laughs> like when I get these nosebleeds here lately, my blood pressure is fine. I know that. Yeah. But it's like, I don't know if it's just the dry air or, or what. I had one this morning too. And it's like, I, uh, God, it's just, a, it's just an inconvenience. Yeah. I used to get nosebleeds all the time. I don't know what happened. I think when I grew up a little bit, it, it kind of stopped. Yeah. Maybe I haven't grown out of it yet. When I was a kid, I used to get them all the time. Yeah, I did too. But not like this. Like, it, like eh. Yeah. Maybe my sinuses are infected or something. Maybe. I, I, I feel fine. Yeah. I had a little tummy ache on the way here, but it's gone now. Mm. I don't know. Did you poop? Yeah. That was great. Oh, nice. Yeah. Nice, dude. Yeah. I'm actually pretty stoked we get to talk about puke today, too. Oh, yeah. It's not, not very often that we get to talk about puke. Mm-hmm. Puke and poop. Yeah, and blood. And blood. Wow, we got all three. Puke, poop, and blood. Sometimes all together at the same time. We could have had all five, but... Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Um, he would be one he of would be, get yeah. us up. That'd get us up to four, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> I funny story. I uh, so early in the morning, every once in a while, I'll get up and I'll uh, I'll have to go to the bathroom. And sometimes, sometimes I'm just gonna let everybody know. Sometimes I sit down to pee. <laughs> but but the only reason why sit down when you pee no, the only reason why is because many times me alone in the bathroom for 10 to 15 minutes or whatever is some of the only alone time i get right we've got two cats a lizard a kid and my wife and so sometimes i just want to be alone for like 15 minutes so i'll have to pee but i'll be like this is a sit down pee and I sit down and I either, I got a little book net that I've been reading or, or, uh, I just get my phone out, which you guys probably all don't know. I do disinfect my phone every once in a while. Dude, I never sit down to pee. Like if I poop, I stand up to pee and then sit back down. Huh? Like I never, I just kidding. I don't uh, know. That's I, weird. I just like, I refuse to sit down to pee. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but but I was going to say well it's really funny is I got yelled at the other day because um, Gretchen puts that little uh, like piece of carpet on the lid of the toilet and then she's got the she's got the matching carpet on the on the bottom like on the floor and it kind of wraps around the toilet mm-hmm. and so I have to aim very carefully because I don't want to get it wet well some sometimes in the morning I don't know what's going on and so what'll happen is is I'll go and I don't realize that it's getting the the top edge of the toilet and it comes out the other side and it dribbles down and gets onto that little carpet. And then my wife finds it afterwards and she's like super mad. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh, when I was a kid, I, I, I think I was like running into the bathroom and I 
pee really bad and I didn't get the lid up and my mom had one of those carpety things on top of the lid yeah. and I peed some onto the top of the lid and you know, it's like, what you, and you're like four or five, what do you do? You just like leave it and like well, walk away. Okay. <laughs> but, but anyway, like she asked me if I did, if I peed all over the top of the toilet and I was like, I think it was the kitten. Like we just got a cat and I was like, I, I think oh, it was the cat the did it. Yeah. The cat, I used to blame the cat for everything. <laughs> Anyway, I guess it wasn't that fun. Anyway, no, that's pretty uh, funny. Go, go, go ahead. What were you gonna say? Well, I was gonna say that leads us into our uh, our topic. Uh, since we're on this subject, we might oh, as well move yeah. in. Uh, somebody puked all over the floor in the bathroom during the races on Saturday. Yeah, and I think it was, um, uh, <sighs> dude, I'm having a massive break. Well, it was fart. definitely somebody just had a dang pizza party. Well, yes, it was. But, uh, geez. Oh no, that's not what I wanted. Where's the back button? I'm using a. I'm not using my laptop today. I'm using something else, and it's really driving. God, the volume. There's just so much of it. Uh yeah, it was a lot. But uh, Caden Bairding like basically slipped and fell in it. <laughs> really? Yeah, he could. He oh like my he God. like came into my room and he goes, Alex, and he's holding his car and he's like he's like lifting up his foot a little bit. He's like, Alex, somebody puked in the bathroom and I I slipped on it and I was like. Really? And I opened the door and I was like, oh my God, like just the sheer volume of pizza puke was unbearable. And then I'm like, well, I don't have time to deal with this now. So I'll just shut the door. So I shut and locked the door so that nobody could get in there because I don't want anybody else to slip on it. And then I don't know why I didn't wait until after the races were over. I don't know why. Now that it, I think it about it, it would have been. It would not have been anywhere near as funny that way. Well, okay, if but you waited. <laughs> so, so what happened was, I'm standing. I'm I'm kind of freaking out about it because I can kind of smell it a little bit in the booth because the booth is not that mm -hmm. far away from the bathroom and there's no real. There's a vent, but it vents up above the bathroom, which is basically exposed air, and so, so I'm like, well, we got to do something about this. So. I got 20 bucks in my pocket and I don't feel like cleaning it up. So I walked over to Logan and I was like, here, Logan, here's 20 bucks. I'll give you 20 bucks. If you take the hose and you just go in there and just spray out the bathroom for me. Okay. Because a week earlier at the last two weeks earlier at the last summer series race, somebody missed the toilet and pooped on the floor. Now I'm telling you, we've had the trifecta now at the Plex. We've had boogers on the wall. Which, which came to a stop. So some, some kid doesn't race there anymore or outgrew putting all the boogers on the wall. Okay? Yeah. We've had poo on the floor now that I had to clean up last week. And it was and I, all I did was I took the hose and I just sprayed it off. And then I used a squeegee and I put it all down the drain. And now we've had massive, a massive puke. Massive. <laughs> and so Logan opens up. This is why we can't have nice things. <laughs> Logan opens up the door. He's got his face covering his, his, uh, you got to imagine he's got a sweater on. He's got his, he's got his, uh, face up over his mouth and he's got his hoodie. I don't know why he put his hoodie down, but he put his hoodie down and he opens up the door and he starts spraying it. And all of a sudden the smell just wafts out into the open. And I don't know. I mean, I don't know if you guys saw me or not, but I, I almost threw up. It was so bad. I, can't, I walked out here. I was like, Hey, what's going on? Oh, <laughs> it was so bad. And I was like, yeah. I felt so stupid. I was like, why didn't I just wait till the races were over? Cause then people have to walk by that a couple times. And then the water started. He was like, he was like spraying too much water. And so it started dribbling out onto the walkway. Yeah. And I, I don't think it was puke water, but, 
but maybe it was. I don't know. But dude, it was it was puke with water in it. Is dude, it was it was bad. So we shut the door again, and uh, and then I came in the next day, uh, last night, and I finished cleaning it. That was the first thing I did on Sunday was uh, was clean the bathroom out again. Well, it's like who who does that? And just not like I, I get like, hey, you tried to get to the bathroom. And you didn't make it. You didn't make no it. No big deal. Just tell us. But, yeah. Tell somebody so that. Please. Yeah. So that Caden Bairding doesn't slip in it. Right. Like, come Oof. on, man. And it's like, if I did it, like, I, I would have definitely have, like, cleaned it up. You know, or made an attempt to not just, like, pooped on the floor and just, like, totally disrespected yeah. the place. I- like, like, purged everywhere. And uh, I'm thinking. I'm thinking it had to be a kid. Had to be. I don't know. It was a lot. There was a lot of puke, but never underestimate the amount of bodily fluids that can come out of a little kid. Because when, when, when I had to clean Emerson, when Emerson was still in diapers, I mean, he dropped some massive, like, like adult sized deuces that I had to clean up before. And mm-hmm. he was just a little wee baby. And I, the first time I, the first time I ever, he ever got sick and puked. I mean, it was a lot. Yeah. And it was macaroni and cheese. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny, dude. I think I have such a problem though with puke that we're going to stay on the subject for one more story. The, I, 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 I know which story I have isolated the problem with me and puke. Like, like I, I, the poop, no problem. I handled it fine. I was like, Oh, there's shit on the floor. Okay. And so somebody got swifty. Yeah. So I just fixed it and I don't like it, but I can at least stand it. And, uh, you know, um, I got, I got kind of fired from my first Baker's gig back in the day because I wouldn't clean the bathrooms. Like somebody just trashed our bathroom and they told me to go fix it. No, I'd already put in my two weeks and I was like, Nope, not going to do that. The guy's like, we have to, or I'm going to send you home. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm going home then. Like, (laughs) and so I went home, but, uh, but now I'm just like, no, nah, okay, fine, whatever. I'll just clean it up. But puke, dude, puke is, whew, boy, dude. Well, when I worked at at Hobby Town in Lincoln, like I was always the guy that got stuck cleaning up all the poop, poop guy, like every, every time. Yeah, like there is a time during micro race or like eighteen skill racing in the back of the store, and uh, like somebody just pooped like in the middle of the floor <laughs> like i don't know if they pooped their pants and they're just like like scooping it out and just <laughs> like right, right on the floor and they shut the bathroom down waited till micro racing was over and it's like hey will you got a mess to clean up back there you know and it's like oh uh, what and so i went in the bathroom and it was just like just a total uh blowout and I think that so whoever did it, like, yeah, they must have pooped their pants because when I took the trash out, there was a nice pair of underwear splayed with poop all over them. Uh, anyway, then then it's like there's this kid that decided to take his diaper off at the Lego table oh. and got poop all over the Lego table the kids and are, everywhere. Kids and are terrible with that, especially when their parents aren't paying attention. Some adult pooped their pants one time in the store in one of the aisles. Yeah, I don't we get had it. carpeted carpeted aisles there. Somebody dropped so a, like, somebody dropped a deuce in our paint aisle one a couple years ago. <laughs> like we're just walking by and Cameron's like, Oh and I'm like, What? And he goes, Come here and I looked and there's a 
nice long deuce just sitting there in the paint what? aisle. Yeah. We had to clean that Some up. Some people that was must, must love terrible. Like, like that must be their kink. Must or be something. like a fetish or something. Well, it's like, man, I can just think of a lot of different fetishes in that. <laughs> so, anyways, so uh, uh, back to my back to why I can't stand it is uh, uh, when I graduated. Okay, uh, my parents for some reason, my stepdad and my mom were like. The weekend I got out of school early. You know how when you're a senior, you get to get out of school a couple weeks early? Mm-hmm. That weekend, my parents were like, hey, we're going to go travel somewhere this weekend. And I was like, you're going to do what? Yeah, we're not going to be back till Sunday night. I'm like, or Sunday afternoon or something like that. And I'm like, really? Cool. And so I invited a bunch of friends over. and uh, uh, As any high school boy, lad would do. Yeah, exactly. And uh, that was actually the first time I ever got drunk. This was, was crazy. Um, not that there's, not that that's a good thing. I'm just telling you guys that that's, that's what happened. Hey, at least you're at home. Actually, it was this girl's fault. She, her sister brought all the lick, all the alcohol and, uh, was and it like super bad? I, I don't, I don't think I've ever seen super bad. Ah, <laughs> you're breaking my heart. <laughs> Sorry. God. But anyways, uh, well, that's a, that's a different story. Probably not appropriate for this podcast. Uh, anyways, Quite a few number of things happened. Somebody broke a chair, and it was my stepdad's chair, and so um, I had to I had to get that <laughs> his fixed. Fa- his favorite chair. It was like a dining room wooden chair. It wasn't that big of a deal, but somebody broke it, and uh, um, somebody broke up, and then the dude went out and like punched his truck and put these big giant dents in his truck, and then this other dude that uh, that came was a friend of Chris Catlett's and I's. He he showed up with a six pack of Bud Ice. I'll never forget that. <laughs> bud ice so he got that, that's like ice that's like malt liquor isn't it i think so he got wasted on he drank all six got wasted on bud ice and he also happened to eat an entire bag of red twizzlers perfect and the entire bag of red twizzlers eventually found its way onto my waterbed onto the floor and in the creases of my waterbed and the side rails of said waterbed and i had to clean that up before my parents got home because I would have gotten in trouble. So I had to, I had to fix a chair. So I had to go 6am in the morning. I'm still awake. I actually, I don't think I slept 6am in the morning. I run to the nearest hardware store that was open or whatever it was. And I got some wood glue and I put back together this chair. And then I had to take a shovel, a like winter shovel. And I had to shovel red Twizzler puke into a garbage bag and take it upstairs. Then I had to go. I went to, oh, that's right. I went to Baker's. So the girl that broke up with her boyfriend or whatever actually showed up at my house to help me clean at like 8 a.m. in the morning. I had no idea who this person was before that night. And she was like, I feel so bad for you. So she went and rented a rug. Wow. That's no, really nice. Dude, that's great. It was great. She went and rented a rug doctor and helped me clean up all this puke with the rug doctor. Because she felt bad that my parents were going to come home and I was going to get busted for having like a trashed wow. house. I remember that. She she is a great person. She is a great. I don't even know her name. I don't even remember her name. God, huh. that's crazy. Wow. If you're listening to this podcast, yeah, yeah, good chance of that. No way she is. Wow, that's like one of the nicest things you could ever do, dude. It, I remember that was so awesome. Like none of my other friends stuck around. Hell no. <laughs> they were none gone. of your real friends ever stick around. <laughs> Thank you.
Hey, this is uh wow, we talked about that for like 15 minutes. This Perfect. is uh the Hobbytown <laughs> Hobbyplex. I'm like surgeon race director and uh somewhat manager of the Hobbytown. And uh, with me as always. I'm Will Brenton. And uh we're here to recap um our region eight regional. We actually don't have a crazy amount of time because I'm in the biddle biddle. I'm in the middle of a big track build. As always, this show is brought to you by Pivot Lending Group. You can find them at pivotlending.com. Give them a call, ask for Don Zoller, or you can even call Aiden Olson's dad and uh, mention our show. And if you get a refinance or home loan, you get either a $500 lender credit or 0.125 off your interest rate. Both good deals. Both good deals. I don't have my uh, laptop with me because I was working on the track and I came straight here from there. Uh, so I'm kind of using my phone. Hopefully it doesn't die. And my sister's got this gigantic iPad. Um, Woo. But uh, I wanted to there, I wanted to talk about our Regionate Regionals. It's our last official <sighs> dirt race with like qualifiers and mains. Now, this this coming up Saturday is our enduro, and then we're uh, then we're off to carpet on Saturdays, and dirt will be on Friday nights. That's cool. So that'll probably pick up the entry count on Friday nights too. The entries on Fridays have been good. It's just it'll probably kind of consolidate a little bit. Yeah, I'm. I'll probably come up and race e buggy on Friday nights until I get a carpet car. That's what I'm planning on doing. Is uh, I got my uh, my e buggy all ready to go. Emerson wants to race mini truggy when he's there on Fridays, and uh, and then I'm I got to put together my Schumacher still. I'll probably miss the first week. I'm thinking. Just I'm just looking at how much time I have. I don't have a lot of time. Yeah, we'll we'll see if see when I end up doing carpet. Yeah, this weekend went pretty well. I, there was two other races. Um, the uh, the INS race at uh, Hoosier RC, and then the uh, the J Concepts race at the is it PDX? Is that uh, what they call that place? Carpet. Uh, I don't know. I think it's PDX Underground. Right, they they had two, yeah, two ra- races mm-hmm. in the same weekend. Yep, they had the carp the carpet ins at uh at that that PDX underground. I think it's in Oregon, mm-hmm. or maybe Northern California. I don't know. And then they had the dirt one that was rescheduled because the clubhouse closed. Oh yeah, yeah. The PDX track looks cool. It actually the track like I was watching the videos and stuff. The track itself doesn't really look that much bigger than ours. Mm-hmm. And they did a pretty neat thing with the layout. I'm I'm going to try to not simplify our layout, but I'm going to try to make it like it's so easy to change the track a little bit with the click track that yeah. that what the onward guys come up with, I'll still have to kind of base it off of. But I'm definitely going to try to make more. I think this year for the carpet on road, carpet off road, I'm going to go for like um, more length in the lanes. <laughs> yeah, you know. Uh, and then uh, next week, because this week's track build, next week is our first mini night and um, the f- the first, uh, no, it's not. Sorry, the Enduro. No, the Enduro is this week. God, I'm so confused. Yeah, next week is the first week of on-road uh, mini racing and then um, Saturday off-road on the carpet. So I gotta, I'm going to work on all the jumps, try to get them all put back together, basically. Yeah. I got a lot to do. I'm so I'm like even I'm lost as to what day it is. Today feels like a today feels like a Tuesday. Yeah. But anyways, uh, I think Aiden Horn and Dakota Fend won there. One I think Dakota won four wheel drive. I think Aiden actually won two wheel drive. 
at the dirt one. And then I didn't see the rest of the classes, but I don't think any of our guys went there. Other than Pat Noud, I think Pat Noud was there. Tyler, I think he oh, got yeah, I think yeah, he, he got was. second, didn't he? I have no idea, dude. To be honest with you, Facebook's down. That been down today, and I usually review yeah. stuff at some point, and I haven't reviewed a thing, so I'm going trying to go off of memory. Um, but the West Coast one was definitely a West Coast race because I don't recognize any of those names other than Brent, and uh, I know he. I think he won forty plus. Oh yeah. The uh, team, team associated team manager and 40 plus extraordinaire. The winner is. Okay. Enough of that. Let's get to our races. We had, uh, we had 97 entries, about 50 drivers. That's about what I thought we were going to get. I, I, we, we had 106 online and, uh, we ended up right at a hundred. I, I kind of expected that. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Uh, for a raw race, uh, I think that's fine. I, you know, our summer series races get 170, right? Mm-hmm. But this race tends to scare people off for a couple of reasons. They they think tech's going to be very stringent. They think um, they think the entry fees they don't they don't know what the roar a uh, membership costs, right? And yeah. so so you get you get these two things that kind of go against the race, I think. And then also we you know some of the guys are kind of over it. They're they're getting ready for carpet season. Yeah. I think a few guys are kind of burned out on dirt, maybe because I mean we were ha- hammering it like every seemed yeah. like every weekend there for a little while. Yeah, a carpet or a dirt race. Yeah, I know. Well, but hey, we're if, lucky to have it. If next year goes the way it's going to go, woof! Buckle up, buckle up, Buckaruth. Um, but still, uh, for me that was perfect because we do an extra qualifier, right? Mm-hmm. So if we had 170 entries, we'd have been there till midnight. Mm-hmm. So we got really lucky. So um, we had 13 heats. It was basically two hours around. It was really easy to get through. Uh, all right, so let's get started here. So 13.5, uh, short course truck A-Main was the first one up, and uh, the turnout for the 13.5 short course kind of goes with the trend of uh, of two-wheel drive short course in general. There was only four of them. And Ashley was pretty much the class of the field. Oh yeah. However, he did. He did. Him and uh, Tyler got together at the start, and he actually had to work his way back. He was. Uh, he was not the leader after the second lap. Oh really? I didn't watch it. Yeah. He got basically taken out over the the back jump, and then two laps later, he was in front, and that was that. He was gone. Yeah. But his That's truck looked for him. His truck looked really good. Yeah. I mean, for a short course truck. Yeah, his car look. His truck looked really good. Actually, everybody's trucks look pretty good. It's just that uh, it's short course trucks, so it's like driving a brick around the track. Yeah, there is one guy running like the old Chevy Silverado body. It just looks like a flat pancake. You know what I'm talking about? The red one like, or or Jake's? I don't know which one it was, uh, but I saw. It, I was like, oh, I used to have that body. I remember that from a long time ago. Yeah, the the Silverado one that had like. No cab. It just looked like a UFO out there. Yeah. So anyway, so uh, Tyler Fleming uh, got second. Trevor Duncan got third. And Jake Poteet got fourth. And uh, it kind of mimics kind of mimics the, the truck series, actually. Yeah. One thing that I love about Chili is how how into truck racing he is. Yeah. He, he just needs like a trucker hat with like, with like the the mud flap girl on it or Yosemite <laughs> Sam, you know, 
Like that's the hat he needs because he's all about trucks, man. Yeah, which is weird to me because Chili doesn't come across to me as any sort of like hillbilly. <laughs> like he seems very sophisticated to me. He's he's like, nah, since it's a it's a short course truck. Yeah, <laughs> your truck, sir. Yeah. Yes, he, he's like the, <laughs> that'd be funny. He was like, like the sophisticated truck truck connoisseur, all snooty, yeah, all snooty about it. Yeah, he, he used to be like, it's not a truck. Shows <laughs> up to the track. He's like Irish short course trucks. Yeah, I don't know what you guys. The, the finest of racing. Yes. <laughs> all right, thirteen five four wheel drive. Uh, so. Was 13.5 the biggest class or was mod? I think mod was. I think I'm pretty, two-wheel? No, mod two-wheel drive. I think mod yeah. two-wheel drive beat 13.5 this time for, for biggest class. That's first time forever. Yeah. Um, uh, Jackson Anderson uh, qualified second and uh, took the win in this one. Uh, Mason Herrick got the TQ, finished second. Caden Bairding with another great finish here in 13.5. I think he's won two 13.5 Summer Series races this year and he gets a third place here. Uh, James Nelson had a really good finish from the seventh spot moving up to fourth. Um, yeah. Brent Riley was fifth. How about Daniel Bender making the main, qualifying eighth and then finishing sixth. Then you had uh, Ashley McCormick, Stephen Will, uh, Shane Alberico, and TJ Williams. Jackson kind of kind of got really aggressive at the start did you watch this he he was he was putting lots of pressure on on mason very early and then it was actually pretty clean it was it was fun to watch until they came up to that new section i built where where you uh um you go up that elevated corner and then you you, you have to keep it real tight on the drop down and then come back towards the loop he basically monster jammed him there yeah. but to his credit he waited yeah. And then worked himself up uh to take over the lead. So um it just kind of sucks for Mason. I I felt I felt bad. I mean, I'm glad Jackson waited, but but uh Mason if they would have just gotten around that first lap, it probably would have been those two anyways, you know? But Yeah. I don't know. It's like an 8-minute main. So it it's like it's it's what's your strategy? Are you going to be aggressive or are you going to be patient? Yeah, you know, I I always try to be patient. Anytime I'm ever aggressive, I always end up uh, crashing or something. So yeah. it's like, eh, or taking somebody out. So I just never even try anymore. Is well, try the, to roll around and find some. If it's an easy easy pass, I'll take it. But if it's right. not, I'm just waiting. The greatest races that I've had lately have been when I'm very very patient. Yeah, that that those two summer series races this year where basically I started behind Mac and Mm -hmm. made that pass on the very last corner. Yeah. That's probably one of the greatest races I've ran in a long time. Like Mm -hmm. I was very, very patient in that race. Yeah. Just biding my time. Yeah. You know, but then there's something to be said about getting away, trying to get away right away early, I guess, but I don't know. It's a, it was a, it worked out for the most part. But I, I just felt bad for Mason getting getting hammered on right away. But they'll uh, they'll race with each with each other some more. It also has to do with, I think a lot of that has to do with how like 
like when you and I are together on the track, like I kind of know what you, how you race and you know how I race. So it's, I think it's fairly easy for us to, to run really close. Yeah. Most of the time. Oh yeah. No, I, I mean, definitely like racing with you or Jeremy or Mac or Chad. I mean, I always know what to expect and who I'm racing. Yeah. You know, it's not like, I know that if I get taken out and also like, uh, uh, Drew Rubin King, if I'm racing with him, he bumps into me. I know he's going to wait and he's not going to hit me. It's pretty few and far between. Yeah. That's, that's like, like, I think that my, one of my greatest races was this last weekend. I, and I finished fourth, but Jeremy and I had a great race the entire, like last five minutes. Oh, I know. It was just like nose to tail. I was behind most of it. Yeah. <laughs> About two corners. Mm-hmm. And I, I, the, the layout was, it was, Kind of, I mean, I liked it. Don't get me wrong. It was hard. Complaining. It was difficult and it was hard to make time up. Yeah. Like it was just full. Like if you weren't off throttle, it was like full throttle. So like pretty much like if you didn't make a mistake, you're going to be, you're going to do well. Um, I didn't crash at all in our main and I did not have a faster car than you or Jeremy or Mac or any of those guys. I just kept my nose clean the whole uh, eight minutes. Yeah. You know? Cause like you, you look at the lap times, I just could, I could not get, I should have just sauced my whole front tires. I normally just do the inside half, but that track needed so much more steering to go fast. Yeah. Like I should have just, uh, I, I bet if I would have just left my car alone, sauce the front tires completely and, and worked through that. And, uh, it, I would have been way faster. Could have, would should have. We'll get there. Plexback was up next. Um, Connor Hausch, uh, took the TQ in a win. And I've been pointed out. I pointed it out all day. I didn't know this until I, I looked up there on Friday because I was trying to give him some pointers because I was marshalling during my, you know the controlled practice or whatever. Mm-hmm. That kid drives with one hand. Who? Connor. Really? In Plexpec. You know he's he had a bad motorcycle crash uh, on his uh, um, and he's got a he's got a jacked up right hand, which I knew about, but I thought he could still st- steer. No, he's using one hand to race the whole time. He's That's using, pretty badass. It, that is. That's crazy. So, he uses his thumb? Yeah, thumb and thumb and finger. Huh. Isn't that nuts? Yeah. I told him I'm like, once you get once you get operation again of your right hand, you're you're not gonna know what to do. You're gonna be like, Well, I'm I like this. So does he not have any dexterity in his like right hand and that's why he can't use it or well he's got a i'm pretty sure that he's got like some pins and stuff in there still oh really like holding okay. it, holding bones in place until it heals heals interesting i i had i had no idea like i noticed it obviously but i, just, I had no idea that he's been doing that this whole time yeah he's been racing for at least a month and a half or so huh well yeah i knew that oh it was a fireworks accident never mind i thought it was a motorcycle accident for some reason Oh really? Was he on the news? So he blew up his hand <laughs> on the on the fourth this year. Must have been. Yeah, I just I just saw that in the chat. I I could have swore it was a, a motocross. You should tell everybody it was a motorcycle. Yeah, it's way cooler. It's way cooler to have a motor motocross. Tell, tell them you're doing wheelies and yeah. all kinds of stuff like stand and like uh, duck ran out in front of you or something. Um, Eli Vanderbeek qualifying second and finishing second. He actually had the lead on the first lap, I'm pretty sure. Really? I think so, for a little while. Maybe for half a lap. And then uh, and then another fun one here in Plexbeck was Ariana Smith. She got she got the last podium in third there. 
that's pretty cool yeah so all three of those got to get a pretty awesome trophy um carson katron was uh fourth owen hook uh, was fifth alex eichler uh, was sixth steve eichler was seventh and melissa katron was eighth nice little plex spec turnout for the region yeah um independent two-wheel drive was next and uh boy i i love independent buggy dude yeah they're strong independent drivers that don't need no man to sponsor them yeah exactly and uh uh tj williams um got himself uh a tq and a win tyler fleming got second jake poteet was third ronnie went from the seven up to the four uh, Diego got fifth, Diego Quintana and props to him for moving up from plex spec for good. I think, um, that's what independent buggy is all about. It's just an easy path to get out of plex spec. Um, Jerry Doherty was sixth. chase freeze was seventh from the bump up spot. Daniel Bender was the big one, but this one was because it wasn't his car. <laughs> yeah. So Bender's motor locked up in, in, in warm up, And then Mac Vanderbeek, went to help him and he realized that this car was not salvageable. So he grabbed Eli's buggy from Plexpec, which has got a stock motor in it and got it ready to go. And <laughs> I was like, I was watching Daniel and he was driving it like he would drive his car. And Daniel's car clearly doesn't have as much steering as Eli's car does. And so poor Daniel was doing all he could to hang on to that thing. And it looked like towards the end, he kind of got the hang of it but there was mm-hmm. one corner I watched him turn and the car turned <laughs> like, right. Like he, you can tell that his car, when he turns it, 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 it turns a little later than what he was expecting. Uh, yeah. Eli's car to do. So it wasn't really Daniel's fault that he dropped from second to eighth. It was his car's fault. So, yeah. Well, uh, Hey, you know, big props to Mac for getting him out there and yeah. letting him borrow a car. That's exactly. pretty awesome. Exactly. Um, Nick Sneathan with ninth and, uh, Josh Catron, uh, was 10th there an independent buggy and there was a B main and independent buggy too. So, um, a nice big turnout for our, our regular Joes, as I like to call them. Um, expert stock was, was, uh, right up after that. And, uh, the top three was basically the top three from the summer series last couple rounds. Mason didn't make all the rounds. So, um, but he was there for the last two and it was, uh, Jeremy fellows getting his, uh, second, Region 8 title. His first one was E-Buggy in 2011. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. He showed up and borrowed a car and, and just like stomped yeah. everybody. Yeah, I know. I felt really dumb that day. Yeah. <laughs> Back in 2011, E-Buggy was my bag. Oh, yeah. I just made that, that year. I had made the A-Main at the Nitro Challenge in X in mm-hmm. Pro E-Buggy. And uh, I thought it was hot stuff. Yeah. Uh, Mason Herrick was second, and Jack Sanderson dropped from TQ to third. Duh. Duh. It was really, really Jeremy and Mason, um, pretty much from about the third lap on, that were really close. Uh, Caden Barron with another strong finish, finishing fourth. Brent Riley was fifth. Logan Prismanis from the bump spot, just like he did the last summer series race, uh, to sixth. Um Ashley McCormick was seventh. Shane Alberico was eighth. Patrick Mitrovic was ninth. And John Berding broke out back there in 10th. And then after expert was our uh, four-wheel drive mod class. You had uh, 
This one's crazy. So uh, Dave Alberico won the last round of the summer series, his first summer series win ever. And then he shows up at regionals and he gets to win. Yeah. By five tenths of a second over Ethan Dallaire. And uh, Alex Vanderbeek uh, with a TQ in third. So Dave Alberico, who we have confirmed is 42 years old or 41 years old, uh, got a forward eye mod buggy title for 2021. That's pretty awesome. Oh, yeah. Um, Owen Vanderbeek with fourth. So it was Alex and then Owen. And then Rico Carstens was fifth. Mitch Pavlo was sixth. Tommy Smith was seventh. Logan Prismanis was eighth. And Caleb uh, was working, and then he went home. So really, there was only eight of them. Stadium truck was next. And just like the summer series, Brian Burnt pretty much cleaned everybody cleaned up here. Uh, Brian Burnt with the TQ and a win. John Bearden was second. TJ Williams was third. So, uh, in fact, no positions really changed hands from qualifying except for uh, Chili Duncan getting in front of Nick Sneathan for sixth and seventh. Everybody else, yeah, sta- every- everybody else stayed right where they qualified. Uh, Brian Cox mm-hmm. was fifth. Uh, Darren Ryder was eighth. Jake Poteet was ninth. And Chase Freeze was tenth. That's interesting. That doesn't always happen that way. No. No, it does not. Uh, Two-wheel drive mod buggy. Um, Alex Vanderbeek with a TQ and a win. Uh, Dave Alberico got second. Um, Jackson Anderson was third. And then you were fourth. Mac Vanderbeek was fifth. I was sixth. Jeremy Fellows was seventh. Honestly, I should have been seventh, and he should have been sixth. Um, Owen Van was going big on the last lap. To, yeah, trying to get around me. Owen Vanderbeek was eighth. Rico was ninth, and Ethan Delaire was tenth. I was kind of pissed at myself after this race because I my car was really good, and just I had remember that remember a couple of years ago. I was just having the worst race luck ever every single yeah. round of the summer series. And I didn't, I'd end up like eighth. Yeah. That's kind of what happened here for me. Like I got around Jackson on the first lap, uh, clean, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, Oh, all right, I'm in third. Well, let's just follow David around. And I just mind my own business. And I hit that drop down and my car just landed and flipped over. Oh, I saw it happen. And I was, I was like, like right behind you. I was like, no, you got to be kidding. So I went from I went from third to basically last and then worked my way up to you guys. And then I crashed again, traction rolled again with like two minutes left to go. And that was pretty much that. So I was kind of bummed out about that. I felt I felt like I could have podiumed if I if I, if, if that rollover wouldn't happened. I, I know I could have. I know I would have. Yeah. So, but instead I got to chase you and, uh, and Jeremy for most of that race. And then, um, Jackson and Mac started heating up up there for third. Cause Mac was in third for most of that race. And, yeah. uh, and then those two got together and I, I kind of was thinking it's just from my vantage point. I was like, well, I mean, I could, maybe I can get fourth, you know, mm-hmm. but it just wasn't, uh, wasn't in the cards. Right. But you got a fourth out of that. And that was a big yeah, field. There was 18 cars. Yeah. No, I, I mean, I'm, I'm not mad about it. Uh, I just, I felt like I could have done better. I just didn't, 
I just didn't get a, get enough steering in my car, I guess. And it was kind of like, I think it was just tires. Like, like I said earlier, I probably should have sauced my tires more for the front tires for the main more. Yeah. Got a little bit more balance out of my car that way. You know, I normally don't even sauce my tires, my fronts, but, but at the, the first qualifier, my car was awesome. I qualified yeah. second. The second qualifier, my car wouldn't turn. Yeah, I think my rear tires are just so locked in mm-hmm. that I had to I had to try to get it to balance a little better. Yeah. You know, that's what happened to me in that second qualifier for sure. And then, so I sauced them. I sauced I sauced all my tires front and rear for the third qualifier. I think I finished fourth for the round. So so I felt like all right, I'm back. I can I can handle this. And then the main mm-hmm. came, and I was like, man, my car is great. And then just weird stuff started happening. Yeah. Oh, well, I think I'm going to use that car. I think I'm going to use my B6 in the Enduro. What? Yeah. I'm going to put, I'm going to put a 13.5 in it, gear it very conservatively. I'm just going to use my buggy. How are you going to change batteries efficiently and quickly? The J Concepts rubber battery strap. Oh, the net thing? I have that in my car that I use normally. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah. Cause I think, I think because we're starting carpet, I think I might, I think my dirt car is just going to go on eBay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Why not? Are you going to put a new drivetrain in it before you sell it? No. <laughs> what for? That's what eBay is for, man. Just get rid of your old stuff. Who cares? Yeah. I guess. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm thinking gear diff too. I'm thinking gear diff. You don't think so? I dude, I don't know. I'm not driving it. I, I don't. I, I can't make it, or I would. Uh, it's like I don't know. Man. man, there's nothing wrong with a ball diff. I mean, you think about how many how many hours you put on it during the summer. At least me, I didn't rebuild my diff all summer until last week. So really, yeah. <laughs> probably why my car was so good. I actually did maintenance on it last Thursday during after hours. Yeah, I like, dude. I, so what do we run? We run three club races in between each. Yeah. Each. I, I put a new diff in my car for the for the summer series rounds, and I run it until the next summer series round. Yeah, that's what, that was usually my regiment, but not this year. Yeah. I think I went. I do a whole. I do I a whole new drive. Gone. I do a whole new drivetrain. I had to have gone at least two or three summer series races without changing my diff. <laughs> the summer. I think think it might have been three. I got to go back at after hours and look because you can tell because if if it's the week before the summer series and I'm working on my dirt car. No wonder your car is always getting beat. (laughs) Shut up. It's just like (laughs) (laughs) I'm telling you, it's true though. A little maintenance goes a long way. I do some maintenance. It does. I do some maintenance and all of a sudden I'm second qualifier. Yeah, I never never think of myself as a very good driver so I have to have a good car. You know? That's the way I look at it, you know, or at least like when I first started, I was like, I need my car to be perfect. So I know yeah. what a perfect car drives like. See, I, I consider myself to be a pretty good driver and I, I hope that doesn't sound, come across as arrogant, but I've always thought I could out drive people no matter what. Yeah. So I think I've always sort of been able to get away with not having the best maintenance car because I could always kind of drive anything. Yeah. You know? I mean, I, I can, I can drive anything. I'm just really picky. At least up until recently, let's put it that way. Yeah, like I, I'm just really picky. Like, yeah. like I, I want my car to be. I don't want to have to make it work. Like I, I right. like that's how I look at it. 
you know, because if my car is not right and I have to just drive better to make it work better, it's like, what am I doing here? You know? Yeah. I don't know. That that's probably, that probably just comes from full size racing. Yeah. Mentality. Back, back when I didn't have a whole lot of responsibilities and I didn't have very many friends, uh, I used to spend a lot of time on my car Mm -hmm. at home, but yeah, the last 10, 15 years, I've had no time, you know? Mm -hmm. So no, I wouldn't say I had no time, but I just, I just, it was kind of like, I don't know. I just didn't put that much, as much emphasis as other, as other people I'm sure do. Yeah. On that side of it. So (sighs) anyways, uh, okay. Last one, mini truggy. Um, there was, uh, I think there was only eight of them. Yeah, there was only eight of them. But uh, Emerson Sturgeon, my son, ended up winning. He uh, he qualified like fifth in the first round with no practice. Like he literally got no practice. He showed up because he wanted to. What did he do Friday night? Oh, he had a football game Friday night. So he skipped out on practice Friday for homecoming uh, football game. And by the way, Bennington blew out South Sioux City like fifty-two to zero. It was great, which doesn't wow. surprise me because I don't. I mean, okay, I hope none of you people are from Sioux City are going to take offense to this. But my mom is from South Sioux City, and and I've been to South Sioux City many times. It doesn't surprise me that they didn't score any points. <laughs> the rivalry rivalry probably is you know. I mean, I'm not saying all their all their high school kids are on crack, but considering what goes on in that town. I don't know. Um, anyways, that was terrible. I'm sorry. South Man, city people. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. Everybody from Sioux city that comes into race. South oh, Sioux very, city, yeah. South Sioux city, South Sioux city is council bluffs to Sioux city. Okay. I just want to point that out. Omaha has council bluffs. Sioux city has South Sioux city. They're two distinct different towns. Yeah. Just want to point that out. I'm not I'm not going anywhere that nobody else has ever gone there between those two. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah, uh, no. Yeah, no. Yeah. All right, moving on. Uh Emer- <laughs> Emerson Sturgeon uh TQ'd round two and then and then uh broke his car in round three. So he qualified fourth and then he just sort of picked everybody off. I was marshalling and uh, I was watching him and I was very proud of him. He didn't he didn't take anybody out. He hardly touched anybody. He hardly wrecked at all during the whole eight minutes. He did really good. Hmm. And his tires, I thought were going to explode. <laughs> yeah, dude, those things are so thin. You could hold them up to the sun and see through. There was no, his truck tires. Cause there's no gold ellipses anywhere. They're all out. Yeah. Again. I think I got them. All. They're all out again. And, and I'm like, well, you're going to have to make these last. And my son drives way harder than I do. So his, his tires never last on anything. And I've tried to make him change tires because we do have tires with tread on him. And he's like, no, don't do that. I like my truck the way it is. And you go over and you feel his tires and you can literally peel those things up. Like they'll come up off the rim by like an inch and then you can snap it back into place. So I thought for sure that I was like, you know, the one thing that's going to take him out of this main is one of his tires are going to tear and explode. Mm-hmm. but that didn't happen. So, uh, so I was happy. Um, <laughs> it's so crazy though. Cause you, you wouldn't think those tires work, but if you watched his truck, I was marshalling, uh, 
where you would come through state line and then make that hard left-hander, that 90-degree left-hander, and his mm-hmm. truck was glued right there. Glued. It was great. Yeah. Anyways, uh, Logan Prismanis uh, got the TQ and qualified second. Uh, Jake Poteet qualified third and finished there. Um, John Haas got a fourth out of all that. Uh, Nick Sneathan was eighth. Patrick Mitrovic was sixth. Ronnie Went was seventh. And Stephen Will was eighth. And that uh, that concludes the 2021 Region 8 Regionals electric tent scale at, uh, the hobby town hobby plex. Um, we probably won't do one of these for at least another year. We might, we might have a chance to do the 2023 ones. Maybe. Could, could we ever have a regionals on carpet? I mean, I don't see why not, you know, they're going to have a carpet or, or ass or, uh, what are they doing this year? They added a national on the, on, uh, roar added. They're taking bids for a AstroTurf or carpet national. Really? Yes. It's going to be a separate deal, huh? It's a separate deal. And uh, I certainly wouldn't want to do that at the Plex. That's for sure. You can't. You couldn't have a Nationals on a 12-second track. No. Eh, it has th- to be. Th- that wouldn't be right. It has to be the like Thunder Road. Thunder Ro- yeah, I was going to say, it has to be like Thunder Road or somewhere like that. For sure. Yeah, that, those guys would love that. Yeah, oh, would. yeah. Yeah, Thunder Road, if you're listening, you should put in for the... Roar Carpet Nationals that I just found out about. Yeah, for sure. Uh, All right, you want to take a pivot break? Looking at my sister. She's like, oh crap, I got to do work. We'll take a pivot break. We should pivot over to the pivot blending break. Then we'll go through our uh, comments and then we'll get out of here. I got to go back to the track. Uh, Travis Clancy's actually helping me and I told him, I'm like, I'm sorry, I got to go. So he's he's there alone, like raking. I feel really bad. Yeah. Nice of him. And now, a word from our sponsors. Yeah! This is a Pivot Lending Update with David Olson and Don Zoller. Get some. This is David Olson with Pivot Lending Group. Today is May 10th, 2021, and I'm here to give you guys an update on Pivot Lending. Last time we were on the show, we had just opened up our new headquarters. that were located at 470 Kipling in the Littleton, Colorado. Super excited about that. But we have also opened up an office outside of Las Vegas. So we have a new retail office there. And just two weeks ago, opened up an office in Salt Lake City. The office manager in Salt Lake City is Taylor Bills. So we're excited. Taylor's from the area. He's got an interesting past. He played professional baseball. He was a pitcher. He also, uh, I think it was the very first reality show on ABC, like America's most beautiful person. He won it. And so he's really, a uh, really great guy. Uh, so we are on the cusp of entering into some really exciting markets in the New England area. So stay tuned. David Olson, NMLS 16099. Don Zoller, NMLS 277589. Pivot Lending, NMLS 109-995. So what did you do during the great Facebook outage? Uh, worked. Yeah, I did nothing. You know what? <laughs> Does it work? Well, Andy's out having a cigarette, and he comes back in. And he's like, "Is there something wrong with your phone? Because there's like this new new uh, update on iOS, and like this is like last time." And 
oh, it's probably iPhone trying to get us and have us buy new phones or something again. And I, I was like, oh, I don't know. Let me check my Facebook. And so I look at my Facebook and I was like, yeah, it's not working either. I, I Maybe it, I, my phone's not that old. So I, I don't know. I mean, maybe, maybe I got to get a new phone. So I have Facebook again. I, I don't know. And then, uh, and it's like, I texted you. I was like, Hey, does your Facebook work? He's like, and you're like, no, Facebook, uh, uh, is melting down or something like that. Global meltdown. And I was like, Oh, sweet. And I was yeah. like, false alarm, Andy. We don't need new phones. Well, at first I was already got hacked. Oh, so I was yeah, kind of freaking out. I was like, Oh no. Cause it, cause I tried to log in and it said my account didn't, didn't exist. Yeah. And then I started thinking about everything that I have on Facebook, all my photos, you know, all that stuff. And I'm like, Holy crap. Well, all the stuff for the, for the business. That too. Yeah. I couldn't get yeah. into the Hobbytown Hobbyplex business pages or nothing. Uh, mm-hmm. Talking fish RC got no access to, you know, anything. Talking fish RC. Yeah. So, uh, but then when I found out when I Googled it and I'm like, Oh, it's just, or it's down. Yeah. It's kind of nice to be honest with you. I don't know. I, I think like, a world without day, so. <laughs> Facebook would probably be okay. Yeah. I think it'd be great. I just went over to Reddit, scrolled through that, killed some time. Super chat. Uh, we got a couple super chats real quick. Um, the nice. first, the first one was Nick Nuthouse. He says more catfishing videos. Hmm. Um, yeah. So I, the, I posted some videos on Facebook yesterday, speaking of Facebook, and I sent that video off to my son who um, we've been going back and forth on messenger because he's got all the podium picks from this weekend. Uh, so I just got the podium picks before we started today. So I'm going to have those on the site tonight. Um, speaking of that, the, the Hobbyplex uh, Saturday page. Um, but then he's going to put those videos together and, and put our second uh, fishing video on talking fish angling. That'll be nice. But uh, basically, when, when, so, so like, so like your, your business, like talking fish RC, I always, I always think like, like hmm, talking fish RC, like it's like sophisticated and like nice. Then like talking fish angling is like, like, like as if like the tiger King dude had a, <laughs> had a fishing show, like, like, like a redneck, like anyway. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, that, that channel will be fun. Emerson and I are planning on doing some ice fishing too this, this winter. So <laughs> I'm all for it. That'd be great. As long as you don't fall through the next spring. Yeah. Don't fall through. Yeah. Um, and then Peter knows, uh, super chat, um, says, uh, you got any, got any tricks for keeping dirt out of motor bearings? It's not really a whole lot you can do. Velcro, like depending on the vehicle you could like velcro the sides of your body up all the way yeah that'd that'd be something but i don't know there used to be like over trays and stuff you could get for short course trucks yeah but not for a buggy though yeah not for a buggy i don't know like one of those nets it's almost not outerwear deals i always thought it wasn't really worth it because of the heat yeah like when you start covering up stuff then then stuff starts getting hot Mm mm-hmm so I, I didn't ever thought that that was really that worth it. Right. I don't know. I guess. Ne- never thought about it. Yeah, I guess. I mean, it, it's been a while since you've run on a real outside outdoorsy track. So even then, like, I don't, I remember spinning my motor in the back of my car and spraying motor spray into it while I was running to clean it out. Really? <laughs> yeah. I used to, I, with, with brushed motors. Yeah. So 
<laughs> and that could have ended badly. Like, yeah, yeah. Could have melted down my whole, burned down my whole car. I didn't know. I, I didn't know any better. Yeah. Um, like the old Lincoln track. That's just how I cleaned my motor. <laughs> could you put a piece of tape over it? A brushless motor? Yeah. Well, on the one side, it's not, your sensor board covers up that side, doesn't it? There's no shaft poking out on that side, is there? Depends on the motor. That's true. Like a Trinity one, I think you can see the bearing. Yeah, it's open. You know? That's true. I, I have no good answer no. for that one. And you don't you don't really want to use motor spray on a brushless motor. You use, you just air, right? Just an air compressor. I don't know. I usually just use a brush. Yeah, I usually just use a brush too. I never even take my motors apart unless I have to, for like tech yeah. or something. Every once in a while, I'll clean my motor, but it's like if I don't have anything else to do. Sure, yeah. I don't know, Peter. Kind of got us on that one. Hmm? Hmm? Oh, yeah? Do you have one? All right, let's start going through these comments, and we'll, I got to get back to the track. So Okay, um, yeah. John Haas says, did you cry? I'm going to assume that that's when we were talking about the puke or the or the poop um or maybe sitting on the toilet i didn't i didn't cry i didn't cry about it i when i had to do it i took it like man i didn't complain nothing just did it uh nick uh nick nuthouse says awesome catfishing on light line alex um and uh yeah thanks that was uh those were two good dude that was those are the two biggest catfish I've ever caught in my life so far. So I'm I'm pretty I'm pretty I'm on a very big high right now from that. That was great. Woo. Um Peter asked, why did the cat look so grassy? And it's cause um where we caught him at, at the exact same time Emerson's line, which was about fifty yards upstream, um, he heard a splash. And so it was dark because it was, you know, really nighttime. It was really dark down there. So I had to, uh, I grabbed the fish, the, the really big one, and I had to walk him over to where Emerson was while he was catching his fish because I wanted to see what it was, and I dropped him because that, I was going to use a profanity, but that fish bit me. <laughs> so I lipped, I had, him, I had him by the lip, and that, that big-headed catfish actually clamped down on my thumb, and it hurt really really bad and i have the little i have little scrapes from his little his little bristly mouth on my thumb and so i dropped him in the grass so that's why he was so grassy i didn't want to put him in the water to clean him off because i didn't want to accidentally let him go so we just took the picture so that's what happened. it would have been funny if you like got really mad uncontrollably mad you just like <laughs> stomped on it <laughs> <laughs> nah it's uh, the fish is just doing what it needed i if i was a fish and i was and I was being held up by a thumb. I'd bite down on that thumb. The last time I went fishing, like I, I was like, "All right, let's find the rock to smash their heads on when we yeah. get them out of the water." Like making jokes, uh, like the whole time. I have a hard time killing fish. E- even, even, um, even. Did like, you keep any of those? No, no. Not, no. not eating fish, huh? Nah. Couple more of those, and you had yourself a fish stick. Well, we kept a catfish last time. Because I, I wanted to teach Emerson how to clean it. And it was, I told him, I said, the next time we catch like a pan-sized catfish, we'll keep it. Uh, John has a theory on the phantom puker. 
Mm. Um, Do tell. John John Haas says that Logan was all over it for that 20 bucks. Jackson said Facebook is taking a poop too. Um, John says Dylan covered his entire bed in himself once when he was three. So we got a lot of good puke stories here. Um, Yeah. uh, Steve felt that he learned a lot about Alex's B62, his son's B62, because he had to take the front end off three times this weekend. That's pretty funny. That's great. Peter, learn something. Peter was looking at Truggies till 1 a.m. last night. Ooh, Peter. Uh, TJ is really excited for the Enduro. Yes, he should be. Shane Alberico got snarky and said, what tech? There was none. Well, oh. there, 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 oh. there, there was tech. Um, I teched everybody's motors. Nobody was even close to being a cheater. John Haas says uh, you were talking about Tyler's truck for the short course truck. Okay. Uh, Shane Aborico said his stupid Reedy battery crapped out of him. Um, he was up there, like third or fourth, I think. But uh, see what happens when you talk crap about parts of the track. You get really bad karma. Yeah. Yeah. It was the battery's fault. Yeah. You didn't. You did not charge it by accident, maybe. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh. John Haas says Mason um, is such a Herrick is such a nice kid. Um, and then Shane Alberico got snarky again and says that uh, he thought that this was the easiest track all year. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you, it, so so it wasn't hard enough this time, huh? Yeah. Now you're going to complain it wasn't hard enough. <laughs> we have too hard a track and you complain. We have too easy a track and you complain. What do you want? What do you want, Shane? Shane, you're all right. You're fu- you're funny. Yeah, you're funny. I hope you're kidding. I hope you're kidding. You better be kidding. Yeah. Uh, Andy <laughs> Barrett was uh, had a conversation with Connor about his hand, and he says his index finger is actually his middle finger now. Nice. So yeah, that firework really did a number. The old switcheroo. Yeah. <laughs> um, John Haas says he's super happy for Ariana getting her first podium and a little trophy. That's great. Um. They they said Dave Dalbarico's face when he came off the stand looked like a huge stress reliever for four wheel drive. Um, Daniel Bender said that he's still really sad about what happened with his buggy. He's a huge stress reliever. <laughs> he was pretty pumped. That's that's, yeah, no, he, that's the yeah, most. I told him good job. That was awesome. That's the most pumped I've seen Dalbarico in a while. Like he was he was really excited about that one. Hell yeah. Uh, Cody Mosier, who's from Sioux City. Uh, says there are definitely two different towns. South Sioux City is on the Nebraska side. We don't like them or claim them. Nice. Yeah. Neither do we. Yeah, neither do we. <laughs> Unless you're from there then and race the Plex, then you're yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah, then you're cool. Uh, Nick Nuthouse wants to know if we're going to have the Arma Typhon. Um, can you put Typhoon? <laughs> uh, if he, we're going to have the Arma Typhon TLR tuned edition running Friday. And it actually, I think, I think we actually have it running right now. Um, we just haven't had any time to film it, but yeah, I probably, I probably will try to drive it. Um, cause I'm, I'm curious about it, but it won't be my race car. Cause I gotta, I gotta run a tech now. So yeah. Um, Tyler Fleming is also wondering about the Typhon. Um, uh, He's he says he's uh, thinking about updating his EB forty eight point four, and he's just like maybe he'll just run a uh, a more fr- a budget friendly. Yeah. Peter asking more about talking more about it. He says his track's just very very dusty. 
I just don't, I just don't think there's a good way to prevent that. Not that I can think of. It's like these motors are so open now to cool and yeah. everything. It's like, uh. um, Steve RC wants to know if liquid wrench is hard to find. You know, I, I actually did have a little bit of trouble finding the yellow, the yellow top liquid wrench a while ago. I'll sell you some cans. Yeah. Um, so it's possible. I mean, there's a lot of shortages. Um, as long as there's not a PB blaster shortage. Yeah, set. yeah, exactly. Nick says we need to get, we need to get me and Emerson on big water for some big blue cats. And, uh, yeah, I agree. I've been looking at boats for next year again. You I've should always, go fish, fishing with uh, Wade. I've always wanted a fishing boat. Wade's an avid, a, a, an avid, avid bass fisherman. fisherman. Yeah. yeah. He's really, he has like competitions, dude. Yeah. He's like a cigarette boat. Carrie, Carrie Kremke did a catfish uh, tournament not that long ago. Really? Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, everybody's telling Steve to just buy me PB Blaster. <laughs> yeah. Dude, if you're racing an R-Track, just use PB Blaster. Yeah. The difference is real. It is. Peter No says, I need to get a little fly fishing net that you keep on your waist. I, I have a whole list of stuff that I'm going to get Emerson for Christmas that we'll share. We actually started bringing a bucket out with us, which is, makes life a lot easier because then I can sit on it. And then, when we, and then when we need to like pack up and get out, we just put everything in the bucket and take it over to the truck. So You can sit on it. Hey. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> uh, let's see. Lance Murray says, the Southern Dandy, LOL. No, oh, yeah, I put that on there. <laughs> Use that nickname in a long time. Um, my alias, my alias. Jackson says, "I'm just happy I went to race stock and race mod for extra track time and and finished in front of all you guys." <sighs> Turd muffin. Don't get used to it. Yeah, don't get too cocky. Um, there was no differentiation on this track layout. Like for for as big of a track as we are, there's usually at least a second difference between stock and mod. But on yeah. on this track layout specifically, there was no differentiation. There was no long straightaway. There was no triple that only you know mods could do. So yep. So yeah, Jackson. Of course, you did did well. You're a yeah. stock driver, and you drove on a stock track. So yeah. there you go. According to Shane Alberico, it was too easy. Yeah, it's too easy. So it was just too easy for all of us, honestly. And that's why you beat me is because the track was too easy. Yeah, it's way too easy. Uh, let's see. Uh, Jackson wants to know if I'm racing e-buggy Friday. I think so. I think I will actually. Um, this I won't be there. We're going camping, yo. Yeah. Lance says uh, he is if his car is ready for eight scale. Working on mine right now, baby. I'm supposed to remind you about an RC10 GT2. Yep, sitting on my floor over there. I'm just going you know, to bring it the next time I come up and it'll just be in your pit for, uh, for him. There you go. And, uh, Jackson says there wasn't a difference. I used a mod car in the main to make up for it. That's right. He did use James Nelson's buggy. Yeah. No. So we're not saying you didn't do good. I'm just, no. Hey, you know, just keep rubbing it in. Yeah. You're just going to make me angrier and yeah. uh, make me work harder. I think that's it. I think that's all there is in the, uh, chat and a little banter back and forth so my phone's at three percent and i need to get back to the track so yeah here's my e-buggy if anybody wanted to see it and what do you do this one uh there we go so i got got some gold ellipses 
Which we have mounted up here. We have in stock at the Plex. You have them now. Okay. We do. Um, I got. I have a, a little bit of a stockpile of them over there. I got to send off my Q4 order at J Concepts, and they'll, they'll hopefully there'll be some gold ellipses in there. I just put the J Concepts titanium turnbuckles on this thing, and then uh, Kenny painted me a body for it, and it looks really nice. Let me just squeeze it on up in here. It does look really nice. Emerson destroyed my mini truggy body, so I got to get him a new body too. That's gonna also I'm gonna get him a mini truggy J Concepts body. So that looks like it's in there, right? Get it painted in uh, his colors, his gold and purple. Yeah. So. All right. Well, I gotta go. Okay. And uh, I hope Margie has a vacuum. Do you have a vacuum here? My vans had a bunch of mud in them, and now the mud is dried, and now it's all over her floor. Yeah. Oops. Oh, well, that's what David pays $60 a show for, so. Yeah. (sighs) All right. Bye. See you guys.